The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Nebraska Preps postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. This guy, which means we're back for another week. Oh, I can hear myself now. There oh, we go. A few audio, audio technical difficulties, more like DV difficulties. <laughs> as uh, we welcome in my man, Jacob Padilla. JP, how are you, buddy? Good. Uh, good to be back here. We obviously had some scheduling issues that the whole uh, Fred Hoiberg had to go and hire an assistant coach and kind of wipe out our, our scheduled studio time. So yeah, I like the impromptu Facebook stuff. <laughs> like that's just taking the initiative because for a guy that, is not very good with Facebook, like myself. I'm always appreciative of, of ingenuity. Yeah, I, I don't use it much either, but I was like, well, I saw these games. I got some thoughts. I might as well put it somewhere. Um, and so, yeah. I got some thoughts. <laughs> I got some thoughts. How's how? So the week was obviously pretty busy. Teams were separated all over the place uh, between what was going on in, in, early on in, in the middle of April. You're obviously coaching in in Des Moines, you're trying to follow along. Uh, Adidas circuit is, is up in Indianapolis. Supreme is doing their thing as well. I mean, there's a lot going on to, to, to keep advantage of. And yeah. I think you and ice were the only two teams that were, who else was in Des Moines with you? I know so, the second team went undefeated. Like you guys did. Who else was in Des Moines so with you guys? Yeah. We had the OSA elite teams, powerhouse, uh, power, uh, team factory ice, uh, and then some of the Supreme teams um, and, and BDA as well. BDA? So, yeah. So uh, how was Powerhouse starting to come together with some of their rosters this summer? Is yeah, it too early? Yeah. They have my attention a little bit just because I guess kind of like the opportunities they afford folks. Yeah. I, uh, I got to see Skirka's 17s play uh, a few times. They went three and one in a, in a tougher pool. Um, did a pretty good job. It's so much athleticism on that team, yeah. uh, and they, they love to get out and run. You've got uh, a few unsigned seniors playing down, plus uh, Teandre Perkins is on that team with Martell Evans and Quincy Evans, so a lot of length yeah, and athleticism. Athleticism, yeah. not, a, not a problem. Yeah. Were you expecting Perkins' transition to be a little smoother at South? Yeah, th- that was a whole team that it just never really seemed to come together. Um, things just never clicked for whatever reason. A lot of individual uh, talent. Yeah, because we talked about them. We thought they had a chance to, with JoJo Ford and Perkins adding to those young guys that played uh, the previous year to kind of come together and make a leap and um, just couldn't quite figure it out. Um, but we'll see kind of what – they got some good players in, in that program, and we're seeing them play this summer now. Jacob Martin's also on that powerhouse team. Um, got a handful of guys. They did pretty well. I saw the uh, their, their top 16s team, which uh, is formerly the 402 Chaos team. They got a bunch of Lincoln kids and a few Elkhorn kids. Um, and they, uh, I believe they went three and one, uh, Powerhouse uh, Brown um, with, with Tay Moore and Kendall Hinton uh, had uh, a couple of good games while I was watching them. Uh, big guy from South Lincoln Southeast. Um, they added uh, KG Gatwich um, and Thomas Alsup, who's heading to Westside. 
uh, from Elkhorn South. Um, he, he had he had a pretty good like last game that I saw them play. So it's it's a pretty talented team. I think they're still kind of figuring some things out. They're missing a piece uh, this weekend. So um, they that, that's definitely a team that's going to have a chance to have a solid season. Where were the the bulk of the games held? So uh, they uh, pretty big tournament. I think attack and gym rats and recruit look all kind of combined to host this thing. Uh, they had like seven different facilities, a couple yeah. of names. You um, were really spread out yeah. in Indianapolis as well. Played at a couple of high schools. I was, I was a little less than enamored, <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. So most of the games, like I, all my games uh, and all the games I watched basically were at the, I think it's a newer facility, mid, uh, mid American Recplex um, over there in Des Moines. Uh, I'm not sure I've been there. Yeah, five different or six different courts, and I so, feel like we live in Des Moines yeah, I, at least I, part of the time, right? Have we been there? Well, uh, I don't believe. So. I think it is like brand new. Like my uh, my brother's roommate uh, is from over there on like the far side uh, of Des Moines, and he had never heard of it. So um, I, I think it's it's pretty new. And um, oh, they just keep putting up facilities. <laughs> there were. So they had three courts, uh, kind of one, two, three of the main courts. Then four is all the way at the back of the facility past all these wrestling mats. There was a big wrestling tournament going on uh, over there as well this Shout weekend. Shout out to wrestling, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then the other two courts were back on top of a hockey rink. And they had little like sport court um, courts out there. And um, it's kind of, it's it's a nice facility, but uh, I would have preferred a little bit better. The, the, the one way back uh, is really slippery floor mm -hmm. um it's it's the first, not the first yeah. floor that uh some of those guys were playing on in the 15 or 16s in indianapolis you know at least from a, a tv standpoint i mean it was i don't know it looked like an all-purpose floor yeah and that, you're just you're just asking for trouble it was like a concrete floor or something i don't even know what it was but it wasn't great that was where our last game was um and then the first game we came out and played and shot like three for 19 from three uh after shooting 37 percent last ring the hoops one was like nine seven the other was like nine eight or nine nine like neither of them who was, were who was the first to nights. let you know was it the kids when they're in warm-ups <laughs> yeah uh yeah they like i mentioned more at halftime but um yeah it was mentioned the refs like yeah whatever like i, I feel like 10 foot hoops should be the bare minimum for a live period tournament um <laughs> is that but, too much to ask yeah but other than that, it was a pretty good tournament. Um, like I said, good, good, uh, good work by my team. We went 4-0. Um, had two comeback wins uh, uh, on Sunday. We were down double digits both games and found a way. Rallied, gave up like 22 combined points in the second half of those games. Um, so uh, guys really dug in and uh, closed out the weekend strong. When you're talking about kind of what was going on and what you're able to see, I'm I think the answer to this question is you prefer to coach, but you're double dipping. You're trying to you're providing perspective. You know, we've got to do this show. I'm handling one tournament in, in Indianapolis. You're handling Des Moines. We're trying to follow Twitter feeds and make sure like. Do you do you rather coach? <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoy uh, coaching for sure, uh, but I, I enjoy all of it. Like um, I do enjoy going and seeing other programs i love like hopping on the benches of other osa teams and hanging out with those guys and kind of seeing the way that they do things and 
uh, helping out any way I can. Um, that's, that was always one of the cool things about like the, the, the Stanford Pentagon league where it was just all OSA teams just bouncing from bench to bench throughout the weekend. And um, so you could have seen guys like Alex Wilcox and go 10 of 13 from three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, when he gets going, he is tough. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty good weekend there. And, uh, I know that's going to be a pretty good team. I believe, uh, the gold team went two and two this weekend, but two close wins. I think they lost on a buzzer beater or something like that. Uh, but we, we can uh, kind of transition over to India first. A uh, couple of stand I thought Brooks Kissinger for Team Factor over in Des Moines played really well. Um, he's tough. He's so strong good, going good to the stock. rim. Yeah. Um, and Factory had so- solid weekend. I believe they went two and two. Um, the guy that really stood out for me uh was Trayson anderson uh from lincoln pious for mbda and saw three of their games he averaged 19 points on 60 percent shooting 45 percent from three nine boards two steals and three blocks in, in those three games and he's a guy that i think he's he's got a so much potential and i think he's a kid that just needs an opportunity to play and to keep figuring things out obviously playing behind all those seniors at pious play a little bit here and there wasn't able to really go out there for any extended stretches. Wasn't able to kind of expand his game too much. He's just playing the role as kind of the backup behind a senior laden team. Um, and obviously Nebraska Supreme last summer, he's kind of playing behind Jacob a rope. And um, so this year, I think uh, maybe not playing uh, with as much talent um, at, at that high level. will give him a chance to kind of really uh, blossom here. Cause he, he had a, he had just an awesome game. First game at 22 and 10, four blocks. Like they were struggling and he, he put showed them on flashes. I, you remember the, the, the brief minutes we saw against Bellevue West in the Bellevue West Pius game where, you know, Bellevue West gets out to the early lead and he, I thought he played pretty well. And, and he, you know, he flashed and it was like, Oh, they may have something here. He's just a pup, but they, 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 they've got, they maybe have something with some of their underclassmen. Yeah, for sure. And he's going to be a huge part of that. Um, and again, I think this, this summer will be good for him to have a chance to kind of be the guy for a team uh, and uh, put a team on his back and kind of expand his game a little bit. <laughs> and he's just firing up from three. And again, nine to 20 from three in the three games I saw this weekend. And it wasn't, wasn't really something that, that they were allowing him to do uh, at Pius this is that, year. Is that pretty so, good shooting? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I think any coach would take that. Um, I know I, I saw a little bit of the, I didn't see any of the 15s, but 16s Lincoln Supreme team, they were shorthanded. They were missing a few of their better players. Uh, Asher Endorf wasn't there. Um, uh, Kale Gustafson from Masiola wasn't there, but, um, I know, uh, Dane Jacobson kid's so tough, such a, he's a different player from his brother. Uh, he's more of kind of like the connector glue piece he'll go get you a bucket when he needs it. He'll go get you a board when he needs it. He'll make a play for somebody else. I saw that. He had a game winner, I believe, for them uh, in one of their games. I didn't get a chance to see that one. Um, Gunner Lime had, they were kind of, they, they faced an overmatched opponent, but Gunner Lime from Bennington at 22 and 11, I think it was, um, uh, played really well for them. So it was it was cool to see that team. I didn't get to see any of uh, the Supreme teams previously. Um, and I, I think that's, that's most of what I saw, I guess, for my team. Uh, Kevin Brown has been awesome for us so far this season. Westside really started to evolve kind of late, right? They brought him up about the halfway point of last season, and 
and try to to work him in. A, a guy that I'm just familiar with, not just because of the West Side thing, but was an express guy, played for for Coach Mitchell um, as as a young guy. And we, we had him for a long time. It was so – the age fluctuation, I, I sometimes forget that some of the guys that we played with were are older yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than some of our kids, but – you know, we didn't really pay it any mind. We just we just played basketball, and he's a guy that has shown some flashes. And you know the weird thing about Kevin? He's, he could have been a good football player, too. Huh. Could have been a good football player. What position would you? He's a tight end, kind of wide receiver-ish. He was a tweener, right? He wasn't yeah. over-the-top burner, yeah. like to be a wide out, but it's not quite big enough to be a tight end, but but a but a pretty good football player as well. Yeah. He had- he was kind of the key behind our comeback uh, over like, Southwest Minnesota him. Stars. He had 20 and 10 in that game and hit some huge free throws down the stretch. We were down double digits in the second half, and we just stepped up, and he he was the one that led us, uh, a couple other guys. Um, and he, he's been awesome. Like the, His first seven games to start the year, uh, had, a, had a tough one in our last game on Sunday, but beyond that, he, he's been our most steady performer. Um, great kid too like i I'm, i love having him on Max. the team he is he's an a, awesome a fan, fantastic kid. kid um connor hamilton from lincoln east is another uh addition to our team this year and he really kind of came alive here um had uh i think two three double digit games uh had a huge half um to get us started in our last game sunday when nobody else was kind of going at 10 in the first half to keep us going he had 14 i think in uh that other game he was another big part of that comeback um and then evan warner um well, he can shoot it. Uh, and he shot the heck out of it. He hit five threes in the second half to lead our comeback over peer prep. Um, finished with 24 in the game. Um, and man, he just, I think he hit three in a row at one point and they, they kept. Yeah, he's not, and he's and not afraid away. either. No. Like he'll, he'll yeah. shoot that thing. So we, again, we got a pretty balanced team. A lot of different guys have stepped up, but those are a few of the guys that kind of had some of the, the biggest performances this weekend for me. And in Indianapolis of the 17s from ETG, they go end up going one and three uh, in the tournament. The 16s go four and oh. Um, a little different caliber of competition than kind of what I thought. S- some a, a few easier victories uh, for those guys. And the 15s, I've kind of said this. The 15s are are built now we'll see how it evolves this summer but the 15s are built for kind of a long haul they've got good size they've got elite level guard play um will they defend and be able to get enough tough paint points but they've got good size in the front court they're they're pretty complete yeah brock Scholl has had a really good start what, from what i've seen that's a fa- fantastic call so the whole Brock Scholl evolution thing. I was at that practice, obviously, where he kind of gets a call. Like, hey, we'd love to have you. We're down a couple of guys. And I'm talking to his dad because we go way back just from, um, you know, Mitch and and having played against and each other for a long time. And, and I remember leaving at UBT, and I this is probably three or four weeks ago, and he said, hey, I really like what Coach Runco is doing. This is great development. And, and I watched the practice and I, you know, you've been around it long enough. You see who fits. And I saw how the, ki- the kids were playing with him and how he was good with BJ and Reese and those guys. And I left and I told him I'm walking out of UBT. And I said, I think he'll be sticking around. Yeah. Right. Like he's just a guy. He's got good touch, good length. I think it's going to serve him well playing with against those yes, caliber of sure. athletes to 
it's not necessarily to toughen him up, but he doesn't see those guys that much. And he played mostly freshman ball this year. I, I saw he got pulled up to JV when somebody was missing, but I, I don't think he was on their full-time JV roster. I think he was playing mostly freshman ball. So, um, like you said, great opportunity for him to uh, play against some high-level competition. And, and He's Marcus a good addition. Good and addition. He's not a guy that's going to drop 20 and 10 on you in nope. any given game, but he'll take advantage of the opportunities he gets. He was in double digits, barely missed a shot uh, when I saw him last week. And I saw um, at least one of the games he was in double digits uh, again this weekend. Did they, did they play their first game? Was that a forfeit? Oh, forfeit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Texas takeover. Forfeit. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, and go, you go back to the 16s. I felt like this was the best that they had shared the ball. Yeah. Right. When it moves and it doesn't get sticky and they're not just pounding it against, you know, uh, the court. You allow shooters to shoot, right? Neil Mosser, Jaden Jackson, those guys shot the ball pretty well over the weekend because that backcourt, those guards are going to get them good looks. They can get to almost any spot on the floor, and and they're going to get good looks. Yeah, and you're playing with eight. had eight this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just like following along with Mike Sauter's tweets, I think at least six of the eight scored uh, in uh, – 13 points or more, or more. At, yeah, at, at some one point. point. Yeah. Um, so, and, I, and that's, as a matter of fact, I think everybody did over the weekend. Okay. That's, and that's why that, that team's so good. Like in it's any true. given game, that's yeah, somebody's going to happen last weekend. Um, you've got, I, Jay and Jackson had a 15 point half last weekend. Um, well, Monster had all 16, the second, yeah. the, the third game, uh, uh-huh, Sunday. Yeah. All in the second half. And Neil did the same thing previous weekend. Recruit look when I was watching hit five threes or whatever it is in the second half. So like you got guys that can really get going. Um, and then a guy like uh, CJ Mitchell, who's kind of been the, the steady guy that um, the consistent performer leading that attack. And obviously you've got guys that can even impact the game beyond scoring. Uh, obviously Kayla Benning, first and foremost among them. Um, yeah, who had t- 10 assists <laughs> in, in, the, in the fourth game. Just, he's just going to get you easy buckets. Yeah. He's, he turns you over. Guys get runouts. He takes pressure off of having to handle the ball. I mean, it, th- those those guys, and, and what Coach Mitchell and Coach Albers, those guys have done is they'll play matchups. So they'll take the guy that they think has a good matchup. You know, Kevin Stubblefield, there'll be times where they'll use him to bring the ball up the court or yeah. they'll allow him to ISO. Yeah. You get a big, he handles it well enough. They do a really good job of 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 playing matchups, and when, like I said, when they share the ball, is is when they're at their best because they're going they're going to turn you over at some point. Yeah, um, and so they went four zero all all by double digits. I think closest game was eleven. Um, they and that had, was early. Yeah, uh, thirteen to Indiana Central, <laughs> and yeah, or thirteen. Yeah, so they had a what. 28 uh, overall in athletics, uh, 21 over yeah. Urban uh, DFW. I didn't see the score for the the, the final game. Yeah, 87-53 in the the last game. Okay. So it was, yeah, yeah. kind of easy breezy. Yeah, it's 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 a very a very good team. Um, the gold team, uh, obviously the uh, both the ETG teams and the OSA uh, Adidas Gold teams playing on the the gold gauntlet this year, um, and that. The 16s went two and two, but uh, they had one loss, 61-60, and one 80-76. So they were in every single one of those games. Yeah, uh, they had a blowout. To and that was the Wilcoxon. 34 points. But he uh, shot 10, 10 of 13. 10 of 13. 30. And I, I just like him in yeah. general. You know, I, I just, I mean, we've, we've played a, 
against him for so long. I've just kind of grown to appreciate those guys that compete. And he's fantastic. That's they got a team that can really shoot the ball. You at uh, Alex Wilcoxon and Matt Binder, the guys that have kind of led them so far. Uh, Coach Freeman's kind of they, they've got somebody keeping stats for him. And uh, those are leading scores so far. And that's kind of what you expect. Guys that have played at a really high level um, now get a chance to kind of be the lead guys on this team. And they've got really nice pieces around them, guys that can shoot the ball. Jane Cassio Jensen has had a great start. Um, well, Carter Mick w- trying to WST bird. Yeah. Carter Mick uh, coming over from, from Lincoln East uh, kind of double dip in between baseball, like pitching on Friday and then heading up to Indianapolis to he's play got, that he's weekend. Got, he's got a good future. Uh, Luke Nomishi uh, apparently soccer this weekend and then uh, went up there for a couple games. Uh, so they've got some multi-sport kids, but they're, uh, they're making it work. That's going to be a, a fun team to watch. I mean, I've only got to see them play one time so far, but um, I really like the pieces on that team. And Coach Freeman, I've got a lot of respect for him and the way that he coaches this Yeah, team. he's got a good basketball team. You know, the cool thing about it is I think sometimes we get too hung up on, you know, gold or wherever folks are playing on the gauntlet. Or a lot of times it's about fit, right? Like you can take some players and you put them on some teams and they're different players as opposed to playing with other players, right? I'm, I'm watching guys like, well, you'll take the Supreme for instance, who we, we, we didn't get to yet. I, I look at a guy like, like Eldon Turner, like as a lead guard where he's the guy that I've been talking about for a couple years now. And, and I'm just thinking he may have that opportunity. Now we'll see what happens with, guys landing at different schools and who plays where in the backcourt but the more times that he has a chance to be a decision maker with the ball in his hands the better player he's going to be and he's never really been afforded that luxury before so there are guys like that where you put them with the right people like you let wilcoxon play with a dynamic ball handler a guy that can penetrate yeah He's going to be a really, really good player. And that's the thing. Like when you're going through and putting teams together and uh, we, uh, I think parents, parents and a lot of the kids often always just kind of look, oh, we want to be on the highest team possible. You get towards the back end of trying to put those teams together. You got to weigh that. Like, do I take the 10 most talented kids uh, and, and just put them on that top team? Or do you kind of look towards the back end? You're like, let's get uh, uh, kind of a, a good role player to that eighth, ninth, tenth spot that would maybe be fit better in that role. Whereas the maybe the eighth best player, you make him the number one on that second team that's still going to play a good schedule uh, and have a chance to, to really compete. Um, those are those things that like we as coaches are always trying to when, when you're putting together teams, you've got to. You're putting together teams. You're not just uh, like ranking players necessarily. Right, right. For for instance, because this is close to home, like I look at, like what's the real difference between a Wilcox and a Mosser and a Jaden Jackson? Just uh, Right? Yeah. Sometimes it can boil down to simply who they're playing with. Yeah. Right? Like they can all shoot it. They all dial it from distance. Uh They can do multiple things offensively, defensively, the certain passing skill set. Do I want Jaden Jackson's ability to rebound? Do I want Mosser's passing? Do I want Wilcoxon's poise and his toughness and his willingness to guard? Like those are the things that, depending on who you put them with, can accentuate their different strengths. And again, like Wilcoxon, is he getting 13 threes on like ETG or Supreme team? Yeah, good point. And that's. That's the way, like, I I hope uh, a lot of, like, parents and and kids can see that, like, what the opportunity is, depending on what team you are, who you're playing with, 
you've got a chance to really show uh, yourself more as the lead guy on, on a good team. That's why uh, it drives me crazy just to see points. Yeah. Like that's just, it's just lazy. And th- that's why I keep a, a total box score. I like to see, all right, yeah, you, you got 20 points, but it take you 20 shots. Did you also rebound? Did you uh, where? Share how, the ball? how are you getting yeah. them? Are are they yeah. are they layups off of runouts? Are they are they wide yeah. open looks because guards have? I mean, yeah. well, you know it firsthand because you watch a team where if you take Chris Paul out of that Phoenix Suns lineup, shots are a lot tougher to come by. <laughs> you play with Chris Paul, you get a lot easier shots. Like that matters, and so sometimes I think we lose sight of context, right? It's not just about dribble, 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 dribble. See if I can take a guy one-on-one, get a shot. Yeah. Like it's, there, there's, there, there's a lot more than that. Yep. I, I just watched it by a, a guy in Obaji be that kind of guy who scores, but gets his shots within the confines of the offense 100%. without wasting dribbles. A hundred percent. And that's the kind of player that Devin Booker has grown into playing within the, 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 Boy, he's you, become you a fan that. What he, I hate to give you any credit, but <laughs> he's become flat out scary. Yeah. And it, it took he's a little bit just for getting them. started too, because now he defends. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like he's got a reason to, and uh he doesn't need to carry as much responsibility. So he's got more effort to, to put in an all around game. And uh but yeah, that's uh, it's all that stuff is important. Um and that's that's the kind of stuff that like with my team, I always stress making the play for the next guy yeah. make you get into the paint, make the right decision. And there were stretches this weekend. We weren't doing that. And that last peer prep game, I don't know how many times we got blocked inside or it drives me uh, crazy. The, the, the double pump layups, the, yeah. the, 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 the needing to shoot floaters and contested layups. It's I'm a Carolina fan. So I watch Caleb love. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about it, but yes. so if you're in the paint, feel free to just kick it. I watched Aiden Zickman this weekend so good at being in rhythm and you see those guards where they compromise your defense they break you down they kick it out there he gets nice in rhythm looks he found he was putting the ball on the deck he had a fantastic weekend because the ball didn't stick yeah and i have second our guys were struggling about that early on down the stretch we made three four huge plays making the right decision some of those led to the a couple of evan warner's threes couple others led to a kick and then another drive and then a layup. Um, like it's all about making the right decisions and playing off of your teammates and making the game easier for everybody else because they will do the same for you if you buy into that. Right. That, so so you go back to a team like Supreme, right? You know, I talk, talked about Eldon, Eldon Turner. Getting to play with a guy like Pekorski who plays the point for his own team, he doesn't have to work near as hard handling the basketball for Supreme in the summer so you get a chance to see more compliments of his game being able to use ball screens kind of a catch and shoot guy he gets to conserve energy he's a big strong guy like some those things matter i think when you're looking at how you assess overall talent yeah and might as well kind of transition that real quick touch on what, what supreme did um we can start with the 16s since we're on there i believe they went two and two um, lost one game by two points, uh, tough one, but Jacob Arope, it looks like had a pretty darn good weekend. I believe he had 17 points and 15 rebounds. If you let him, game. he's a, he's a tough matchup. <laughs> you, you better, 
you're not really guarding him unless you stretch him on every facet of the basketball game. Because if you let him settle in and he starts feeling good about himself, he's a handful. And Jake Hilkeman, it looks like, had another had a good weekend as well for them. He's heading over to Southeast next season and um, from Lincoln North Star. And he's a guy that I really like, like the upside there. Did you see Long, the, the, the dribble dart? I, I did not see that. Uh, was, I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't know he had that in him, but... Yeah. When they when they share the ball, that's yeah, that's a tough basketball team. Yeah, as he continues to kind of evolve and understand how to even better how to play the game, like he's got all the tools and skills to be a very good player moving forward. So I'm excited to kind of see how he develops. Seventeens, um, I, I believe, went three and one. Um, and Chase Henderson, the the point guard over from from Iowa, I think overall was one of their leading uh, leaders all weekend. And then beyond that, it was kind of a uh, little bit of everybody here and there. Tate Oddbuddy had a, a pretty good weekend. Jake Brack had his moments. Brennan Clemens, Ryland Smith. Um, it's good to see Brennan healthy. Yeah. He, that's How that's many games can he play in a row, right? That's, Let's see if we can stack a good summer together where you're playing multiple games. And it's so hard to develop when everything's so stop and start. You're, you're spending as much time with the trainers as you are with the, the skill guys. So ho- like you said, hopefully for him, he'll be able to kind of put together something here that he can build on and project forward. Cause obviously he's got, he's got plenty of physical tools there. Uh, and, and then Kale Jacobson uh, mentioned, should mention uh, North Dakota offer. Yeah. Uh, congrats to him. I know he's been working really hard for that. I'm, been, I'm pretty happy for him. Summit's been uh, kind of hovering around that the whole time, but nobody was quite ready to pull the trigger uh, and it finally happened. So we'll see where it goes from here, but um, good. I think that's a good offer. Coach Sather and um, with everything that Kale's been through, yeah. such a great kid. I'm so happy for him. <laughs> Easy to cheer. He's like the one guy that universally everybody likes, man. Easy to cheer for. And then real quick, 15s went three and one. Uh, Bryson Ball had a pretty good weekend um, from what I could see. Had 25 in the loss. That, that was an overtime. Tried to keep a minute. Uh, had another good game. I know Brayden Frager um, threw one down. He's kid's heck of an athlete from Lincoln Southwest. Bouncy. Um, and then Corian Gallatin. Uh, playing up, Tremen- tremendous ball on. handler. He's uh, he's he's eight, eighth grader playing up uh, with the 15 you guys this summer and running the point for them. So um, overall, I think pretty good weekend for the most part. A lot of a lot of teams stood out during the first live period uh, of the spring. We're just getting going. That's my main man, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. We'll be back next week with Nebraska Preps post game. A Huda Media Production.